0: Welcome back to episode 22 of the Genuine Life Podcast, the show that is on a mission to help women achieve peace by unapologetically putting themselves first without the guilt. I do this by sharing personal stories, the stories of others, and valuable resources. Thanks so much for being here. Let's start the show. Hello, beautiful people. It is your host, Jennifer Nicole, and I want to welcome you back to another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you had a great week and a fabulous weekend. And of course, I hope you're staying safe, sane, and sanitized. I'm so excited to welcome someone who always has a smile on her face. I promise, as soon as she starts talking, you're going to feel the smile. Through your earphones, okay? If you thought I always smiled, you need to get ready for my guest today. She is absolutely amazing. And her name is Envika. And she is a certified nutrition coach that specializes in holistic change. But not only does she specialize in nutrition, she also specializes in interior decor with feng shui elements and positive behavior changes guys you're in for a treat today welcome to the show ma'am i'm so happy to have you here
1: i am so honored to be here thank you for having me
0: jen (laughs) first of all i just have to say it's so awesome to hear your voice first um If you all don't know, well, you don't know because this is the first time she's been on the show, but I actually met her during our time uh, that we worked at Google together out in Austin. And I mean, every time I saw her, and it could have been a stressful place to work, you know, it was busy all the time, but every time, I don't know if you remember this, but I just, we always give each other a hug in the hallway and I would kind of collapse in your arms because you just... Radiate such peace. And so I am so grateful to have you on the show today and for you to be able to just share that gift with everybody listening today.
1: Thank you, Jen. I am smiling ear to ear right now. (laughs) It is such an honor to be here. And I'm so excited to dive in, share any tips and tricks on my end, and just converse with you because. Last time we had these kind of conversations was when you were back in Austin, so you yeah. are really missed, and I'm really happy to
0: reconnect. Oh, thank you. So I, you know, the, obviously the purpose of having you on the show today is really what you've tapped into. Uh, I came across your business and really wanted to bring you on here for you to just be able to share that with everybody here, because wellness and living our best lives and being our genuine selves is really the mission of this particular podcast, and you really aligned with that. So, talk to us a little bit about your business and how you even jumped into it. And I, I purposely did not mention the name or anything. I want to leave that platform all to you. So, talk to us a little bit about your business.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you for allowing me to have this space. Um, so. Lo and behold, I was always really fascinated by wellness and introspection. Since I was a young girl, I remember my mom always telling me that I always had intuitions. like I was able to sense vibes and energies. And I didn't even believe in it because I'm an objective thinker. Mm-hmm. But as I grew up, I as I continued to lean into how I felt, I opened up opportunities that were best for me. Mm-hmm. So I thought, might as well keep trusting myself. And I've always been really interested in how we think and how we feel. And part of it came through nutrition. I was blessed enough to be raised by a mom who put a lot of effort in making sure we had healthier diets. And I think that definitely leaned into my interests. And so I decided to bite the bullet and actually become a certified nutrition coach. That was an exciting journey. I definitely am more process driven than result driven. So I really try to take in um, the process of learning more about nutrition. And so as I became certified, I did not know what I wanted until I actually became certified. I was like, man, it all came together. I loved the idea of being a coach for many people when I created a platform from the ground up called Nourish with Vika. So that's kind of the highlight overview of what came from and what my business is, but happy to dive into more detail as we continue to converse.
0: Okay, first of all, that's amazing. Okay, like, but I think (laughs) the key that I want to really pull out of what you were sharing is that so many times we get these small hints, intuitions, Mm -hmm. call them what you will as, as early as, as, you know, when we're kids and we just Mm -hmm. kind of dismiss them and go on about our lives and do what we do, but somehow they always seem to make their way back uh, in one way or another. It's almost like we just cannot avoid what we're really truly called to do, you know, and it doesn't take away from you working in a corporate environment or, you know, doing other things, but to find your passion in something that you've kind of recognized when you were a child is pretty inspiring to me too.
1: Thanks, Jen. And I know we were conversing about this off uh, record, but finding peace is a big thing. And that's something that you have embodied. And I'm so honored to see that you created a platform for that for other people. And I think that's extremely important. Because regardless of how you spend the 24 hours that you have, you should do it when it comes to finding peace. Mm -hmm. And for you, it was creating the space and inspiring others. And for me, it's creating the platform that I've created. And so regardless of like you said, corporate work or any other nuances that you go through in life. Always try to find peace is the top goal. And it is very synergetic to be here and to be conversing with you because you definitely radiate the same.
0: Oh, hearts, And I just want to apologize for loud mouth in the back here. I don't know if you can <laughs> hear her going off, <sighs> but uh, <laughs> I, know. I just closed the door and sorry. Well, you're a guest on the show, but uh, one of the big things that I do to keep this show very as genuine as possible is I don't over edit because it's real life and dogs bark, but uh, I just close the door on her. So hopefully (laughs) she won't (laughs) disturb us anymore. So, okay. I kind of want to go back a little bit um, because, you know, obviously we're in a tough time right now. And a lot of your focus is you know, around nutrition and around holistic ways that we're all taking care of ourselves. And so, can you talk a little bit about some ways that people can uh, take care of themselves in in a healthy way? Whether that's through meditation. I know for me personally, snacking has been a huge thing during this mm-hmm. pandemic, and not snacking on good things like. I've mm-hmm. fallen in love with Gushers again like, and pretzels <laughs> and so all of these things. So how how are your services really tapping into those things that, you know, people kind of struggle with, especially now that we're in a pandemic?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Such a great and timely question. Uh, with all the shifts that are happening to every single human on Earth, more than ever, it's become pressing to ensure our well-being. So... Similar to you, Jen, I am deeply empathetic. With such equality comes boundaries. I had to learn to be empathetic with myself first and foremost, and that was the only way I could genuinely show up for others. So I started off by understanding my core values and really, truly, unapologetically embraced my authenticity. Through that came an array of changes. Apart from finding my passion in entrepreneurship and creating a lifestyle platform as a certified nutrition coach, I was able to look inwards and make some actionable changes. So I'm about to dive in and some couple of tidbits. Hopefully this can really help uh, make sure that we prioritize our well-being. Please do. So number one, I learned which part of the day I was most productive, and I made that my me time. Mm. Personally, I'm more productive in the mornings, so I carved out time every morning around 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. for me. Either that be walking my dog or reading a book or working on my coaching program, working out, you name it. My phone goes on do not disturb mode, and I'm creating connection with myself. Tip number two trusting my feelings and listening to them developing a strong relationship with my mind body and soul by simply asking myself the question at hand so do I want to go out do I want to spend time with this person do I want to be alone and allowing myself to answer it building that trust was an obstacle for me as I am more objective but through this came experiences that are truly unforgettable tip number three hydration we all know we must drink water, but hydration is a lot more involved than we think. Uh. So, for example, like you mentioned, you get a little snackish, right? Yep. Funny enough, typically when you feel that way, you're actually dehydrated.
0: Oh, no, um, don't tell me that because I don't like water. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> Hopefully this could help a little bit um, because substitutes for water often contains a lot of sugar than we think. Uh. So one beverage can bring us to a recommended daily intake of sugar only by simply drinking one beverage so for example usda recommended daily intake is 25 grams of sugar right for women and 36 grams for men jen a 12 ounce of coca-cola
0: can how much grams of sugar
1: do you think is in that one can
0: okay so the recommended amount is 25 grams for women and 36 for men yep can you tell me it's only 20 Oh, if only, <laughs> if only, it's actually 39
1: grams in one can. What? Um, it's pretty insane. And Gatorade has half the amount, which doesn't even include the sugar we consume in other things. Wow. Sweet beverages is literally a highway to exceeding your healthy dose of sugar, which can lead to multiple issues. So like a common question people ask me all the time is, how do I lose weight? The first question I ask them is, what do you drink? Cutting back on um, excess sugar can lead you to feel good and also look good. Mm. I like to say that sugary beverages are a VIP pass to weight gain.
0: <laughs> it's, it's true, right? <laughs> and you're very right about that because it'll skip you right to the front of the line.
1: Absolutely. And once I personally realized that, water became my drink of choice. And sweet beverages were saved for once in a while. And funny enough, my body doesn't react well to Coca-Cola anymore. Go figure. What? (laughs) Yeah, isn't that wild? I can't even imagine. (laughs) (laughs) So anything that you can do then to to spice up your water, either that be adding, um, infusing it with fruits or cinnamon or even bubbled, anything that you can do, I highly recommend it uh, for you to enjoy it and make it motivating for you because uh, it can definitely lead to better well-being overall so that was my tip number three (laughs)
0: things are good so far thank you Uh,
1: tip number four doing things that I love I feel like we tend to self-criticize ourselves way too much Mm -hmm. and it leads to anxiety even depression and overall lack of good health Mm -hmm. isn't that counterintuitive yep
0: I take the time to
1: fully enjoy the simple joys of life so for me, I'm not going to lie, it's eating. I love to eat. I love to try new foods so I can take the time to go to restaurants, mainly before COVID, and enjoy a good meal. Believe it or not, I experience these things mostly by myself. Definitely something I would recommend trying out when it's safe again. Finally, tip number five, find a getaway. Either that be art, reading, spending time with loved ones, your side projects, or all of the above. Do not let the main part of your day, for example, work, consume you. Allow yourself to experience different things. Through that, you can open up doors you never thought
0: existed for you. So, first of all, amazing. I think those are super helpful. And I think what makes them even better is that because we're in such a tough time, you know, with Mm -hmm. COVID and everything going on, these are all super practical and can be done while many of us are, you know, still on lockdown in reality.
1: Absolutely.
0: Despite what we see on TV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> 100%. And that's also very based on individual comfort, and that should be respected. And hopefully these tips can help segue into just feeling better, no matter if you're quarantined or if you do decide to step outside.
0: So that's so good. Okay, so talk to us a little bit while we're on this kind of flow of well-being what are some things outside of uh the day-to-day like our monday through saturday i heard your your tips for wellness but what about self-care sundays what does that look like for you because for some reason sunday seems like a different day um out of the week and i want to be very clear to every listener your self-care sunday doesn't have to be on sunday right it could totally be on monday tuesday wednesday thursday but i think (laughs) sunday does kind of hold this special place that signifies a day of rest for many Um, and just kind of that that day to kind of prep for the upcoming week. So what does that look like for you on a Sunday? What are you doing?
1: Yeah, great question, Jen. I think Sundays or whichever day is for you is a reset day. And so for me, I would say an ideal self-care Sunday looks like getting up and making a nice fresh cup of coffee or tea and sitting outside on my swing now that it's cooling down in Austin And reading a book for a few hours undisrupted. Then taking my dog out to a nearby trail, preferably someplace I have not been yet. And coming back home and taking the time to cook a delicious meal with fresh veggies and spices. Spending the afternoon either working on my business, which I genuinely think is really fun. (laughs) Or spending some quality time with my loved ones. It is, though. Yeah, it is. And I would say finishing off the day with soaking in a bubble bath or watching a movie with my dog and my cat. Um, And overall, like you said, it is going to prep you for a week. So I want to get to bed at a decent time so I can start off the work week with a bang. So overall, pretty low-key, I'd say. But I try to be as wholesome as possible with the days that I have. And Sunday is a great day to do that.
0: Oh, I love it. And I ask that question because... You know, one thing that we're trying to focus on on this show is really helping people define what not only their life looks like, but define what self-care looks like. You know, social Mm -hmm. media really paints this picture of what self-care looks like. But I want people to hear everyone's version because it's different for everyone, you know, and to know that it's okay. It's all about doing what's best for you. Absolutely, you know. Absolutely,
1: that's the beauty right there. I think the beauty is in the individuality. Mm -hmm. Listening to what works best for you. If a Sunday is binge Netflix day, then by all means, go for it. Because you've had a really crazy week. Everything that you need to do to reset, do so. Because your body, mind, and soul needs it.
0: Yes, love it. So, was there ever a moment? You seem very grounded. I mean, anyone Mm -hmm. listening to this podcast right now could totally feel you know your vibes but was there ever a moment in your life where you felt you weren't living in your truth or maybe you just weren't feeling your best and if so what did you do to change
1: yeah great question and yeah absolutely Uh, there came a point that I was living a very reactive life. Mm. If someone wanted to go out, I'd be game. If someone (laughs) wanted to do things I wasn't actually interested in, I'd still be game. Mm. If I could not find something to do, I would reach out to someone to go out for drinks or live a more carefree life. Mm -hmm. Ideally, this was great, right? Since I had a career that I was working hard in and I like to sprinkle in self-care here and there. What was the problem What is the problem in wanting to go out and having a good time? For me, it became off-balanced. I felt like I was losing my solitude. I was losing a big part of my identity, my independence. So I am a driven and empathetic person at heart. But if I cannot flex in this area, it actually infects other parts of my life. I become overall demotivated and reactive. And I didn't like that. I, I wanted to change. So yeah, that's I'm good. not even kidding, Jen. One day I literally just sat on my floor and stared at the wall and I asked myself, who am I? Yeah. What do I want to do? How do I want to live my life? As I meditated on these questions, words started pouring out like an avalanche. Create, help, strategize, innovate, problem solve, yes. change people's lives, work hard, care, love, share my ideas. Through this came the birth of Nourish within Vika. Oh, I worked God. hard and became a certified nutrition coach. Immediately after, I built a platform from the ground up in which I focused on quality coaching. Through the hours and hours and years of introspective work I've done and researched, I learned that change happens holistically. Mm. And sometimes all you need is a different perspective. I chose to dedicate myself in creating a space to ignite people's confidence for a happy and healthy life. This brand does not have a ceiling, and that's what I love about it. Now I'm working and creating a personalized coaching program to truly help people live their best lives by building up confidence through personalized and educational nutrition, demystifying everyday behaviors. Like, for example, helping my client work through how to cut down on sugary drinks that will most be motivating and sustainable for them as well as energy flows in the form of feng shui and interior decor so three specializations nutrition positive behavior changes and interior decor to really provide that holistic and long-term change so that urge that i have to find distractions by going out or being reactive to other plans and life turned into finding deep fulfillment and how i spend the hours i am so blessed to have But don't get me wrong, Jen, I still enjoy experiencing and having fun. But now that I don't depend on it, I truly embrace
0: the experience. Really, really, really good. Like, I love it. And what's really good about the three services that you offer is they really all go hand in hand at the end of the day, right? Because if your place is a mess, so I know for me, if it's dirty, I'm not led to want to cook, which leads to fast food, which then leads exactly. to bad, you know, bad habits. And then you come home and, and it's just, it really becomes a vicious cycle. And so I think what's really good is if yes, clients can come to you for three, what seems to be very different services, but they really could tie in all together. If your space is good, then your mind is clear. You're, you're open to making better decisions, creating better habits, which we talked about. Uh, I had a previous guest on the show talking about how to s- do habit stacking and really mm. building up um, the confidence to be able to continue to create better habits in your life. So I think that's really, really awesome. And I'm, I'm so here for it. Mm,
1: well said. Yeah. I, that was perfectly said, Jen. And it's the human experience is interconnected. You We are can compartmentalize our thoughts, but we cannot compartmentalize the way we live our lives. Mm. So, everything is so inter- integrated in the sense where, like you said, it's a domino effect. Yep. Cluttered space, cluttered mind leads to cluttered decision making and demotivation. And so, if we can tackle these different areas, then we can actually live a very fulfilled life, a life with meaning and purpose. And right. that in itself, I think, leads to happiness. It so, does. Those were the reasons why I decided to specialize in those areas. And I think you summarized it so well. Thank you for that. Oh, of course. I got you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what are some ways that you protect your peace, both at work, in relationships, and on social media? I mean, I feel like we're living in such a very charged time right now. Where I know I have found myself having to, you know, mute certain accounts, unfollow certain people for social media, um, and then just in relationships, really setting those boundaries and and sticking to them. So what are some ways that you protect your peace in, in those areas?
1: Yeah, I think we're very aligned here, Jen. And it's such a great question. Setting boundaries has been the most impactful for me, too. And it does take discipline, courage, and grace to do so. But I do think setting boundaries is much scarier in your mind as it is when you actually put it into fruition. So let's take a a poke here. Let's try work. So for work, I'm a full-time program manager at Google, and I'm beyond grateful for it. However, gratitude does not translate to me slaving myself for it yeah, It actually is. translate to setting healthy boundaries. Mm-hmm. So much so that my team advocates deeply for work-life balance. So for me, I have cut off times. If I'm working 9.30 to 5.30, those are the hours I'm dedicating to my work. Yes, there, were, there will be instances where my team needed more hands on deck or a day is just too busy. Funny enough, flexibility is key to having sustained boundaries. That may sound counterintuitive, but if you don't allow for some semi-permeability, then we do not break a boundaries, and our minds are going to take that as failures every time we do break that boundary. That's good. And it'll be harder for us to continue establishing these boundaries in the future, because failure is something we do not want to experience, right? Right, correct. We relapse. So part of the human experience is constant change. So it's really important to cater to that. So boundaries are essential for the majority. So in this case, the majority of the time, I don't need to work past 5.30 p.m. So I won't, even
0: though I can. Did that make sense? It does. And I know for me, if I have boundaries set, but feel like I'm disappointing someone, that comes in as, oh, well this one time I'll stay till, you know, 10. But the problem is, it becomes, well, you did it before, so just do it again. And then you keep doing it again and again. And before you know it, your boundary has completely disappeared. And the love that you have for a position that you wanted or something you fought for or interviewed for, you begin to resent it, you know? Um, so yeah, Definitely.
1: And I think you brought up such a good point that a lot of people face, including myself, is once you do it once, then you set the expectation. But that isn't true. We set expectations on what we desire. So even if we stayed at work at 10 p.m. one day doesn't mean that you have to stay every day. Exceptions are important for us to realize in our lives, and that's why boundaries are set for the majority. Exceptions are bound to happen, and that's okay. That's part of reality. But don't ever make your exception your
0: majority. Love that. That's a good one. Mm. Give yourself a hug for that. (laughs) I'm feeling the love. (laughs) So I love that. So. My my somewhat of a final question. I'd love for you to talk to your ten year old self. I think, and I, I use the, the number ten because a lot of times I know for me I was heading into fifth grade, so you know it's like that kind of pivotal moment where you're really starting to understand how life works. I know I felt that that way. Um, you know, you're changing classes and in school yeah. now and your friends are changing. Some friends went to a different school, some friends, you you met new friends because you had to switch schools. I know I'm speaking personally, but I always felt like 10 was a really big year for me um, as far as like when things kind of changed. And so I know there's a list of things I would say to my 10 year old self now that I've lived a little bit, but what would you say to your 10 year old self right now? Absolutely. And, um, going back to the last question,
1: I also have some tips on relationships and social media if you're ears for it, but, and, the uh, of course, uh, and the ten-year-old for my ten-year-old self. Um, first of all, Jen, I think it's incredible to you that you have that self-awareness to realize how, at ten, there is such a change in your life. Uh, as children, yeah. we don't tend to have that self-awareness, so I, I love that you picked that that age, and there's a reason behind it. Um, so, for what I would tell myself is, listen to yourself. You have bounds of wisdom in you and will continue to have. You have what it takes to live the life you want to live. Be open-minded, be kind and loving. Don't let anyone take that away from you. That does not solve any pain. Resilience, bouncing back and continuing to be the light that you are is the strongest cure. Question, understand, speak up, know your worth. Because you have Mm -hmm. a lot of beauty inside of you. The world will be lucky to experience.
0: Yes. Ooh, I love that. I love questions. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Because
0: I think a lot of times we're so, we don't want to overstep. We don't want to, you know, I think there's a fine line between questioning things and just having a natural, you know, naturally being curious Mm -hmm. and find understanding how to ask questions and get the answers that you're looking for without, and I say this specifically for women because a lot of times mm. we come off as intimidating mm. or, you know, why don't you just accept what I'm telling you? And I was actually talking to someone about this yesterday. Um, I found like that has always been my struggle in the corporate environment was that I just questioned too many mm. things. <laughs> um, and I, and I, 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 countless times I was told, well, this is just the way it works. So just do it, you know? And it's like, mm, mm-mm. Mm. you know, or, but why? And, I'm just always asking the why and that's always been a thing for me so I just love that kind of stuck out to me when you said that I and love that's that.
1: powerful Jen I think questioning the status quo is imperative for innovation and the fact that you have that within you is a talent in itself and I don't think you should ever let go of that no matter if people align or misalign with you
0: Oh my God, I just love it. So I want to double back because I, you're absolutely right. I completely, I think I was so excited to hear about uh, what you would say to your 10 year old (laughs) self. I forgot to let you answer. Ways that you protect your peace in relationships and in social media. So I think that's important. Yeah,
1: no stress. I was also really excited to answer a 10-year-old question. So we were on the same page. I'd say for relationships, boundaries come through communication. Um, But be careful, though, because sometimes we tend to fall into the strap of impulsiveness. So the key word here is thoughtful communication. So take the time to understand your feelings. Is this a me problem or is it a them problem? If it does have to do with their behavior, how can I speak with the lens of compassion and conviction? I think from there, that in itself is really powerful because if you speak with a lot of emotion, especially toxic ones like anger, uh, uh, jealousy, things like that, the conversation in itself is very self-sabotaging. So taking the time to really understand how you're feeling and how can the other person help in solving this feeling through a lens of compassion and conviction is really important. And as a woman personally, I think conviction is a part where we struggle because The asking questions part or just going with the flow or this is the way it is type mentality is really deep rooted in us. So really taking the ability to take step out of that and be like, no, this is exactly how I feel and being compassionate about it too allows for that open space and also allows you to feel confident in your feelings and the way you communicate. And then from there, being as transparent as you can is the cure to any assumptions. You cannot control what someone else's thoughts are, but you can let them know yours. With communication also comes understanding. If you're looking for someone to understand your point of view, it's important for you to reciprocate the same. You want to treat others the way you would like to be treated. It's coined the golden rule for a reason.
0: (laughs) I love that. That's good. That's really good. And I think that's something that, believe it or not, really has to be... I don't want to use the word taught, but you do have to really be conscious of, you know, the first thing that you said, is it a you problem or a them mm-hmm. problem? And then really breaking things down. I know for me, there's been a lot of times where I've had to step away and, and hold myself accountable to where maybe I fell short um, with someone. And then there were times where I was just like, Mm-mm, you know, there's no, this is not me. Right. This is, someone you know deflecting or just kind of reflecting an issue on me or maybe I triggered something but I'm not going to own that and I'm not going to carry it exactly. um and and kind of owning it from that point too Absolutely. so
1: everyone's actions is a reflection of, the, of themselves including yours so if you're able to yes. recognize someone's actions as not because of you but because of them it creates clarity in your mind, exactly like you said. Yes, and I think that's so powerful. Thank you for saying
0: that. It is, and you don't hold it. Exactly. You know? God, I hope you guys have a notebook and pen because there are some real gems. Being <laughs> here, too, <for> sure. <laughs> I love it. And so, speaking of gems, I want you to take this time. Now, I'm going to be listing all of her contact information, all of her social media handles, and website. Uh, and contact information for you to reach out to to Envika personally. But I'd love for you to take this moment to use uh, this time to tell us where we can find you uh, and what to look out for. What's next for you in your business? Yeah, for
1: sure. And on the same lens, I'll ta- tackle in social media. I know uh, a big part of sharing content is through social media, but definitely uh, we'll share some tips tips with that too. But you can find me on Instagram. Uh, and Facebook, Nourish with Anavika, And I have a website called nourishwithanvika.com. And my email is also nourishwithanvika at gmail.com. So if you remember Nourish with Vika, you can find me on all platforms. And I'll be um, coming out with a personalized coaching program soon. So definitely stay tuned if there's something you're interested in and want to continue building up on how to live the best life for you by igniting your own confidence, um, that's exactly what I'm gonna be doing for you individually. Uh, So stay tuned via my my website, social media, and feel free to contact me uh, at my email. Um, But going back to setting boundaries on social media, even though I would like to um, share my social media, I also wanna let you know that setting boundaries, there are also really important. Uh, and mm-hmm. for social media, this one is really funny because it's the one you have the most control over, but feel like you have the least, which is yes. so interesting. So, uh, if you do, are if you are looking for boundaries around social media, my tip is the first thing that I did actually uh, was I removed it from my home page when I realized that I was spending too much time. I didn't uninstall it; I just removed it from my own page, so out of sight, out of mind. And this made leaps and bounds of difference. I cut down my consumption by a third. So you can check how much time you spend on social media in your settings, or you can download apps too for that. Uh, So it's pretty nuts that the out of sight, out of mind concept is very true. Additionally, just like Jen. Very true. true. (laughs) And just like you, Jen, I unfollowed accounts that did not serve me anymore with the same concept of out of sight, out of mind. And for me personally, I also stopped engaging in areas that were triggering for me. This is very individual, however, because there's some folks that feel empowered in voicing in areas that are sensitive, and I have the deepest admiration for them. I had to learn, however, that I tend to be more on the sensitive spectrum, and it was more detrimental than positive for my well-being. This also shows that we're all so different, and you must take the time to listen to how you feel and make those changes accordingly. Even if that may not associate with others around you, you must do what's best for you. But hopefully my social media account, norshan Navika, will be fueling. I tend to share uh, positive behavior quotes and pictures of healthy recipes that I put together, as well as interior decor ideas. So hopefully that can be fueling for you and, and we can definitely take that a step further uh, and feel free to always contact me through any of these medias.
0: I love that. I, uh, I became mute queen. I mute everything <laughs> or unfollow accounts. It's just, and I, I, I'm glad you kind of gave a voice to something I've thought about, mm-hmm. but didn't know. But I, I totally, obviously respect anyone. Everybody has a, a right to their opinion, share whatever they want to on their, their platforms. But I am Definitely an empath and mm-hmm. a severe one. <laughs> so be if I watch, oh my gosh, it it'll just—I can't see too much, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I, I I just can't. It becomes too much. I need a break, and I, I yeah, it takes over. So I'm glad that I didn't realize that I could name it, and you know, because I didn't realize I'm on the sensitive side, but I am. I'm very affected mm-hmm. by things that I see and hear. Uh, and watch over and over. And I think, especially now, this time, you have to be very careful Absolutely. about all of that. You and know? the
1: crazy part is, it doesn't mean that you're sensitive to it, that you are a sensitive, fragile person. I think that's a stigma mm-hmm. that has been put on people for way too long, and it's completely false. It's just you knowing your boundaries. Your empathetic side is actually extremely powerful. And now you see companies, Fortune 500 companies, Mandating EQ, emotional intelligence in their leadership, mandating people to really understand um, social causes and really push for a better environment. What is that through? That's all through empathy. And so, empathy in itself is extremely powerful. And knowing that you have that is such a gift. But with any gift comes control and boundaries. And that's important. And that's how you can really pave a path that's most beneficial not only for you but for the people around you that you want to help. So that was something that I had to really come to terms with because I it was hard for me to wrap my mind around that initially. But once you do, you do feel empowered in your own way. I
0: love it. Wow. Uh sure. guys, I mean, was this not a treat or what? <laughs> I told you. I knew it. <laughs> and on that note, I I just have to say this to you. I want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy day to, you know, come on the show today, spread a little peace in the Mm -hmm. atmosphere uh, and helping me continue to uplift and and share positive vibes across the the waves here. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so we thank you again for your time. It's been such a pleasure having you here.
1: Thank you, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm the one that's supposed to be saying thank you. (laughs) <laughs> no, that was so. Good. It's been such an honor from the moment I met you to now to just be in your space and be in just a wave that you have. And thank you for having me part of that. It was such an honor and I'm always available. We can always hop, out, hop back on or chat Yay! or anything that is most beneficial, but this was definitely very symbiotic. So thank you.
0: Thank you. And beautiful people, that will do it all for today's episode. I thank you for joining me today and every Monday. Don't forget if you share that you are listening to this episode or any episode of the January Life Podcast, don't forget to tag me on Instagram so I can show you some love. And if sharing isn't your thing, that's cool, although it should be. But if you don't want to share, go ahead and rate, a like, and subscribe. Uh, leave us a review. And let me know what you thought of today's show. It helps get this podcast in front of other potential genuine lifers. Also, if you're interested in more episodes like this, exclusive bonus content, early access to special episodes, and networking with other genuine lifers, consider becoming an official member on Patreon. I will link the link in the show notes for you to join us. I look forward to seeing you there. And until next time, friends, remember to stay encouraged. Make sure you journal. And finally, you're amazing. Toodles.